Whether it was a conscious decision, we cannot say. What we can say is that Lessock exited the station at 5.42. Let's be precise here. 5.42 on a rainy Wednesday in December and found before long that he was standing outside his old house. How long had he been away? Quite a considerable time. And how long may that be exactly? We shall try and find out soon. Lasak, pushing the buzzer with one hand, held the other hand as a fist ready to knock in case the doorbell had not been fixed, or been fixed and broken again, or fixed and broken and fixed and broken any number of times. It was broken. He knocked. All was quite the same, except for the rain, for the rain is never the same. The door opened. A boy dressed in what looked like Lasak's old coat, left behind with almost all of his possessions. Yes, his old coat and his old jeans. Shirt? Yes. Tie? Yes. Shoes? Well, sandals? Yes. All ill-fitting. The spotty, gaunt insect inhabiting his old apparel looked like he had just stepped out of a tumble dryer, belittling his clothes and inflaming his infections. Surely the house had not acquired a tumble dryer. The insect gestured him in without a word and closed the door, holding one hand and then both hands against the latch as if apologizing for treating it too roughly. Would you like an audio guide? No response. A puzzled look. Well, follow the signs then. Pointing to a laminated sign on the wall with one long finger that circled in the air, suggesting to look at the space surrounding the sign rather than read the content. Then, flicking his finger erect, he directed that way. Lasak, not having time to read the first sign, hurried up the stairs. The familiar white stairs worn down to the wood in the center rising to the warped floorboards on the landing, holding onto the cracked logic and yawning holes that had sucked and were still sucking down the dust of ages. On the wall was a series of vignettes joined by a timeline and speckled by animal portraits. Recognizing Monkey, the cat that he had left to the care of the house, he started to read the panel. Knut the Thur, a hero of art, but interrupted by the insect buzzing up behind him, who was now tapping him on the shoulder with that same insidious finger. I have to pop out for a second, but you'll be all right, won't you? Of course you will, just follow the signs and you can't go wrong. The latter part of this had been shouted from the bottom of the stairs, as he had made a retreat as soon as Lasak's attention had been garnered. The door slammed and a silence echoed in its aftermath. Where was Leith, Findus, Nivea, the cat? 
Glancing back at the timeline, his eye alighted on the words, first cat in space. Moving backwards in time, he saw a mink named Knutsku, and further back a polar bear named Knutpon, the wild, the rich, and the everyday. Past the photo of Knut III was a picture that looked like a biscuit orbiting the earth that held the caption, Arc Oreo, the new Arcadia has been launched. <laughs>